0: Hey what's up everybody and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host Michael and this episode is beginner tip 34 where we'll discuss five common bike technique mistakes. But first this episode is sponsored by Precision Hydration that you can find on precisionhydration.com. And that's where I highly recommend that you go today or tomorrow if you listen to this show when it is released at the end of August. Because until the uh, 31st of August, you can get 20% off any electrolyte products using the discount code TTS20. And of course, first go and take their free online sweat test that I'll link to in the episode description to learn what sort of electrolyte concentration you need for your individual sweat rate and sweat sodium content and big thanks to roca roca is the world's premium triathlon apparel brand and you can find them on Roka.com. i have talked a lot about their wetsuits and uh, triathlon and swim apparel in the past but i haven't really talked about their sunglasses that's where style really meets performance their sunglasses are ultra lightweight for example their phantom ti sunglasses are the most awarded aviators in the world their sunglasses also have a Geko patent technology for max retention so they won't fall off your face when you're uh, racing when you're or training for that matter. They have optics with unmatched polarized options and their advanced performance line has custom fit options and custom design options. And as always on Roka you can get any product for 20% off on your entire order using the promo code BETTREFLESH ALL ONE WORD ALL CAPS. All right so let's get into the main topic. First I just want to remind you of last week's episode beginner tip 33 five common swim technique mistakes I'll link to it in the episode description and also a related episode is beginner tip number four getting started with bike training that will of course as well be linked to in the description. Just like last week here we will go specifically into some technique or bike handling mistakes that uh, beginners tend to make on the bike one is not having a good bike fit or a bike the right size two is tensing up three is rocking your upper body four is bike handling uh, including cornering and descending and five is uh, not breathing well so if you take each one of these in turn, first, not having a good bike fit or having an incorrectly sized bike, this is the number one mistake because it can cause you to make uh, to make the other mistakes unavoidable, really. Because you really need to have a bike that is your size and that is well fit to you Otherwise, it can be impossible, for example, not to tense up, not to rock your upper body when you're pedaling. It can be very difficult to to do bike handling well. You won't be as confident on the bike when you're cornering and descending. In addition to these uh, things, they will make it easy to do the other mistakes it will make it difficult to achieve a good power output and good speeds if you don't have a bike that has a good bike fit for you and it will increase the risk for injuries and in some cases it can be the direct cause of injuries i've seen this happen quite a few times as i mentioned in beginner tip 15 the seven best investments for beginner triathletes Getting a bike fit is one of those top seven investments any triathlete can and should make. So mistake number one is not having a good bike fit or having an incorrectly sized bike. Make sure you don't fall for this mistake. Go and get that good bike fit. Mistake number two is tensing up. And this is especially common when you're working hard, when you have a hard workout or you're in a race. So if you at any point when you're working hard in an interval for example if you do a body check and you you basically just uh, get become aware of uh, how you feel in your cheeks in your shoulders in your feet in your calves in your hands try to do these body checks very regularly when you're working hard and even when you're not as can maybe when you've been out on a, just an easy ride see see how what what sort of tensions or not the tensions that you have when you're just riding easy. That's equally important. Uh, but the reason is that these areas and some other areas as well, maybe, but in most cases, these are the common ones cheek, shoulder, feet, calves, and hands. They tense up for various reasons, and any unnecessary tension is uh, really an unnecessary muscle contraction. In other words, it is wasted energy. So what this means is that you use the precious oxygen that you extract from the air to actually, for example, clench your jaw rather than pedaling the bike. And clenching your jaw won't make you go any faster. That energy, that oxygen could have gone to making you spin those pedals a little bit faster, push them a little bit harder to make you go faster on the bike. So tensing up is really a big mistake and it can cause it to go slower than otherwise really try to stay stay relaxed and not tense up and doing those regular body checks is the best way to counteract this mistake number three is uh, rocking your upper body this is very much related to the previous point in that uh, this is also another one of the best ways to waste unnecessary energy and be inefficient with your energy and oxygen use And this one is especially common for beginners. I don't see it very much with experienced cyclists. They have learned to stay pretty still on on their bikes usually. Quite often for beginners, the reason may be that you're simply in too high a gear. So you feel that you have to use your body weight to, to use that to force the pedals down. And the solution is simple. Just shift into a lighter gear so you can spin your pedals a bit easier. And uh, this is uh, rocking the upper body and not making that mistake is something that I have a cue for that I use regularly. And that is what a previous coach used to say to me, it's bike with your legs. This is something that to this day I keep as a mantra in uh, in hard workouts and races especially. Because at high intensities, when you're working at the edge of your capacity, that's when you really need to focus to keep good technique and form. Otherwise, things will fall apart, even if it's just a little bit. And you will waste energy and not perform as well as you could. So I think I use this mantra, bike with your legs. I say that to myself and I make sure that I bike with my legs and not try not rocking my upper body but uh, this doesn't mean that uh, your core and upper body is just a free rider you should be activating and engaging your core to get more leverage in each pedal stroke so you're really using that core as a fulcrum when uh, for the uh, uh, for the legs to do the pedal stroke but you should be doing this while still keeping your core and your upper body very, very still and stable. It will look like you're not using it at all, even though you are actively engaging your core. So uh, so think about that and uh, make sure that you don't make the mistake of rocking your upper body. Make it very still and stable. Mistake number four is about bike handling and mistakes made when cornering and descending. So first, when we talk about cornering, we have to start with talking about choosing the right line. So you know this from driving a car yourself and from seeing action movies, from seeing Formula One races, whatever it may be, in theory, roughly how to choose the right line, trying to keep a wide entry into the corner and then hitting the apex of, of the corner, etc. Uh, and there are great videos on YouTube that you can you can search for and they will show you in much more detail than I can explain on this podcast. The, the second thing is to, the speed that you have in the corner is the speed that you should carry into the corner or put another way, a better way is that all the braking that you need to do to slow down, you should do before you start turning so that when you have finished braking before the corner, all of that speed, you should carry through the corner to the end and never brake when you're already in the corner. It's too late at that point, you will lose a ton of speed compared to if you brake to your target speed for the corner before and this can be a slow speed Uh, of course if you're a beginner it uh, it is good to start with a a speed that you're comfortable with but uh, but when you're in the corner you should try to carry that speed through the entire corner and one way that you can do that, probably better than you may be doing now, is to make sure that you actually look where you want to go, not where you are going. So turn your head, turn your head in the direction that you want to be going. So, so outside from that corner, and don't keep your gaze fixed straight ahead, uh, because that means that you might uh, you might go that way. Uh, so turning your head is super important and a very simple thing that will make a big difference. And finally traction traction is really important and it's one of those things that can make your confidence shoot up and uh, make you a much much better uh, bike handler being much better at cornering at descending when you learn how to do it right so to get maximum traction you should let's say for example that you're you're doing a corner to the left you're turning to the left okay so you know already intuitively that you want to keep your right pedal down through that through that corner, uh, that's uh, very intuitive. But what most people don't do and don't know is that you should actually be pushing down pretty hard, as hard as you can on that right pedal, because that will really force your wheels into the ground and it will give you more traction. So when you're cornering, you won't lose traction with the ground and uh, and fall. And the same goes for the inside of your handlebars. So on the left, on uh, your left hand, you should be pushing hard into the handlebars on that left side when you're turning to the left and vice versa if you're turning to the right. So on the inside, so you push down into the ground on the inside of your handlebars and again if you're turning to the left that's the the left hand is pushing down and the right foot is pushing down if you're turning to the right your left foot is pushing down and your right hand is pushing down the same goes for descending in addition do this traction thing also uh, in general just push down on the handlebars even if you're going in a straight line it's common to see beginners sit up and lean back because it it feels scary to be leaning forward at high speeds, but actually it's much more dangerous to be sitting up and leaning back because what happens then is that you give up traction on that front wheel. So lean forward a bit. You don't have to exaggerate it, but you should be leaning forward, leaning down and firmly press the handlebar bars down into the ground to get uh, to get equal traction on that front wheel. Okay, so mistake number five is not breathing well, and while breathing, it may sound like what <laughs> this is. This isn't a mistake. Like this is uh, just something that happens automatically. Well, it's not quite. Uh, breathing is not as crucial a mistake in the cycling as it can be in swimming but it's still very important and the same goes for running uh, because this is really how you supply your muscles with a steady stream of oxygen and it is how you get rid of, uh, of carbon dioxide which uh, can cause you cause fatigue in the, in the muscles and so so it is very important to get both inhalation and exhalation uh, right and get it rhythmical, get it consistent. And if you start thinking about how you're breathing when you're cycling, especially when you're next doing your, a hard workout, uh, if you actually become aware of it, I think you might be surprised by how easy it is to cut yourself short by uh, skipping breaths altogether or breathing very irregularly or just inefficiently in general. Often this can be related to unnecessary tensions, like if you tense up in your cheek, for example, or in your shoulders, Uh, this can affect how rhythmically and and how efficiently you you breathe and potentially cause you to skip breaths. So so that's getting rid of tensions is one important solution. But just thinking and becoming aware of that rhythm and having that constant inhalation, exhalation going, that's really the way to go. And it takes time to work that into something that happens uh, autonomously and that you don't have to think about. Especially, again, when you're working at high intensities in hard workouts, and in racing think about uh, trying to do belly breathing so on the inhalation your belly will be expanding and then as you exhale it returns to normal so you get uh, a good good big breath and uh, a large amount of oxygen your belly expands and then you exhale efficiently to get yourself get rid yourself of all that carbon dioxide and try to make this very rhythmical Try to f- find a rhythm that you can work in with your pedal stroke as well. Uh, that way, you can you can work on this in your in your interval sessions, for example. That's something that I do. I my breath is another cue that I use in in racing and in hard workouts. I might take, for example, the other the other day I did uh, ten times two minute intervals with two minute recoveries. So really hard two minute efforts. And then I didn't focus on my breath the entire intervals, but in some intervals I. I chose segments where I will would really focus and become aware of my breath for 15 inhalations and 15 exhalations so that was roughly I don't even know how how many seconds that took but maybe maybe 45 seconds or something uh whatever the case may be I focused completely on my breath and actually my cycling was very very efficient at that time but then it becomes quite uh, draining you have to focus a lot so then I choose another focus point maybe it it is that bike with my legs mantra that I also have so I switch my focus a bit but I always have something that I focus on on the process to get the most the best performance that I can out of myself and the breath is one very important aspect of this. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this beginner tip and found it useful. Big, big thank you to everybody who has been rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes. It's really, really, really important and I really do appreciate it. I have now, I just did the calculations and uh, that triathlon show has 102 ratings in the United States, 99 of which are five stars. So I hope that if you're in the US, can you please go and give me that 105 star rating? That would be brilliant. And there are 49 reviews in the UK, and 48 of them are five stars. So I also need two guys from the UK, guys and gals, to go and rate and review to get to that 50 milestone. But yeah, as I said, it's really important and it's really appreciated. I want to read one pretty recent from Matt in London. He writes, fantastic resource for try enthusiasts five stars Really well-conceived and executed series of podcasts with tons of info and tips to help one get the most out of this great sport. Very focused on actionable insight, ac- insights across a wide range of topics. First class and thanks. Thank you, Matt, and if you are a long-time listener, please take a minute to do like Matt, go and rate and review on iTunes to help keep growing the podcast, which will help me attract the best guests, keep sponsors, and warrant spending as much time as I do to create these episodes and bring them to you every Monday and Thursday. Finally, big thanks to Roka that you can find on Roka.com. That's R-O-K-A.com. Go and check out those sunglasses. They're really, really brilliant. And uh, check out all the other triathlon apparel, swim equipment, wetsuits, suits tri-suits that they have there. It's best in class, which is why athletes like Javier Gomez, Mario Mola, Gwen Jorgensen, and all the other best triathletes in the world, it feels like, are using Roka. And go to precisionhydration.com, use the promo code TTS20 to get 20% off your order. And this only lasts until the 31st of August, so time to act now. After that, we'll go back probably to the, the previous campaign of getting your first box for free, but then uh, follow-up items will uh, will cost you the, the regular price. So take this opportunity to go and check them out.